Hello and welcome to the News Roundup. I'm Oliver Thompson. And I'm Paula Fomes. Coming up on this week's programme, recollections of the Duke's visit, Sir Alan Duncan's diaries and the Falklands Games. A special service to commemorate the life of His Royal Highness the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, was held at the Christchurch Cathedral on Friday evening. The service included readings by the commander of the British forces in the South Atlantic, Commodore Jonathan Lett, and also His Excellency the Governor, Nigel Phillips, CBE. The Reverend Ian Foles had compiled a few anecdotes about the Duke's visit to the Falkland Islands in 1957 and 1991. Moving on to sheep, However, it was the tick that really got his attention. And I should add that this was in the days before ticks had been eradicated. This particular tick jumped out from a fleece and promptly landed on the Duke's hand. Well, a moment later, he deftly flicked it off with a suitable naval comment, which I can't repeat. But its escape was short-lived. For a moment later, the bloated tick was caught by Douglas Evans, knocked into a bottle, and preserved. (laughs) And I have it on very good authority that it was taken back to Port Howard, where it remains to this day, with a label proclaiming it as the only blue-blooded tick in the Falklands. In the COVID swab update this week, there's now only one positive case of COVID-19 in the islands. This case is related to a southbound flight from the end of March, where there was one positive case on board the aircraft. The individual remains in isolation. In an announcement on Wednesday, the commercial air links with South America will remain suspended until the 1st of October. This decision was made following a review of the pandemic, global border controls and new variants of the virus emerging. Former UK Conservative MP Sir Alan Duncan has published a book called In the Thick of It. The book, which has been serialised in the Daily Mail, is in the form of Sir Alan's diaries, where he recounts his time as an MP and is not all that complimentary about his colleagues. In a recollection of a video call with Falklands MLAs during October 2018, Sir Alan describes them as tiresome and locked in their Falklands War time warp. MLA Roger Spink gave us his thoughts on the book. Um, You know, I think we're in very good company in Alan uh, Duncan's diaries. He's criticised David Cameron, Theresa May and Boris Johnson uh, quite vehemently in those diaries. Uh, I think he probably didn't understand where we were coming from. We were in a situation where we were trying to take the people uh, of the Falklands with us, being as open as possible, uh, and that he didn't particularly like. I think he didn't like that we were as open as we had been. And uh, so, you know, I'm I'm fairly relaxed about his comments. I think uh, it's useful for these things to come out in the fullness of time. But at the same time, um, you know, I think it's... Disappointing, perhaps, his view of us, but given the content of the rest of his diaries, not unsurprising. In the next sitting of the Legislative Assembly due to be held on Thursday the 29th of April, a question will be raised by MLA Roger Spink 
about the delay in processing permanent residency permits and status applications. There will be a paper going to Executive Council in May which will detail some changes to the permanent residency permit application form and is expected to come into force in September. PRP applications are available for residents who have been in the islands for over three years and who pass a certain criteria. Hillside Camp will officially be handed over to the care of the Falkland Islands Government and a reception will be held in May to mark the occasion. In the meantime, Executive Council has agreed a proposal to convert the transit accommodation at Hillside into a temporary supported living facility for up to 10 people. Refurbishment works will begin shortly and are expected to be complete by the end of July 2021. Hillside will also provide a short-term solution until residents can move into Tussock House after April 2023. The Island Games may have been cancelled, but the Falcons still have managed to have a decent amount of sporting activities. The first ever Falcons Games took place this week, with four teams competing in a variety of sports. Some competitors were seasoned in a particular sport, for others it was their first time. In the opening ceremony on Friday night, His Excellency the Governor wished participants well and then declared the Games open. The National Sports Council is part of the initiative in the Falkland Islands to really make sport more of a central part of Falkland Islands life. And I think this is just one example of how high the ambition is getting to improve sports, participation in sports, but also the range of sports. And we know that we have the Island Games, Commonwealth Games, the Falkland Islands, and I've had the pleasure of seeing the Falkland Islands game. You know, getting on the map is absolutely fantastic. And this is the way you improve standards and move forward. And we get more medals and we get more, more recognition on the world. So, fantastic well done to the National Sports Council. Keep it up. Now, before we are the prizes that I'm sure you're all looking rather enviously at at the end of these sports. And of course, what is this about? It's about you, the men and women who are the sports persons who are going to participate. And I think I will simply end by saying good luck to all of you, good team spirit, good competition, play hard, and have a damn good time. Well done and enjoy. Thank you. The competitors were split into four teams, Aquila, Fortuna, National Sports Council and Polar Seafish. The sports were split into Type 1 and Type 2 so that the points could be awarded for a win or draw or a combined times could be ranked and points awarded for the fastest. We caught up with MLA Stacey Bragger who holds the portfolio for sport at the badminton on Tuesday evening. Stacey, a successful tournament, I think. No, it's been brilliant. I think the, the format of it has been excellent and um, it's been really fun just getting different people with various abilities and skills across different sports and uh, I think it's just been fantastic and um, well done to everyone who's taken part and uh, all to those who've organised it. Um, do you feel that, uh, obviously there's no Island Games this year and I think it's been postponed, hasn't it? So this is a chance for people to have a, a good old go at, at some other sports. We may even have someone come out being successful in something else yeah no as i said like i think it's just great that it's um you know the teams have, from what i've seen have been very evenly matched so there might be one or two people who are strong in one sport and then 
others who maybe you know they're just beginning to have a go at that sport so I think the way it's worked where it has been that mix of abilities and the fact that it's men and women competing together I think it's been great. So good future ahead for uh, Falkland Sports then? Absolutely so um, obviously it's a shame that um, we haven't been able to go to Guernsey in the Island Games this year but um, you know circumstances have dictated that so looking forward to when we can send the team because I think the fact that we can send teams away shows the, the Falklands at our very best and um, I think this has been a, a great opportunity and um, hopefully in the future when we've got a new swimming pool and uh, we have a new sports complex then be even um, more opportunities to hold events like this. If you'd like to see the full highlights of the Falklands games then go to our website fitv.co.fk and subscribe to FITV online. Alternatively, you can contact KTV and Stanley to subscribe via their system. That's it for this week's News Roundup. If you'd like to hear more content from FITV, then you can listen to our podcast, Meanwhile in the Falklands, where you can get a behind-the-scenes glimpse to life here at FITV Towers. Join us next week. Goodbye.